0: Your glory here among us. Great is our
1: hope. This week I had visitors from Toronto who had come with me come to visit me for a few days. And one of the things I did with them was take them out for dinner and in the appetizer portion of the meal, introduce them to chicken riggies and utica greens. They were very, very excited to try these things out. And they said to me, these are typical Syracuse dishes. So well actually no, they're Utica dishes. They're Utica greens and Utica chicken riggies. But funny enough, it's kind of become ubiquitous everywhere in restaurants here in Syracuse. It's like, we're all one happy family, Utica, Syracuse, Watertown, Central New York, right? And the food has influenced us and it's become part of our culture. But They said, where where is Utica? I said, it's about an hour away. Oh, so it's the same thing. So, well, no, Utica and Syracuse are not the same thing. Different cultures, different ways, different attitudes, but close. Oh, but just an hour away. Yes. Well, an hour away is the difference in time uh, or or, of travel between the city of Jerusalem and the city of Samaria in the Holy Land. Today we hear of Jesus who's going to Jerusalem and he wants to stop by a Samaritan town, but because he's going to Jerusalem, they're like, we don't want to see you. We want nothing to do with you. You can't stop here. Why is that? And you know, in the Bible we hear about Samaritan, right? The Samaritan who stopped by to help the guy, the good Samaritan, or the woman at the well who was a Samaritan. Well, the Holy Land, The bottom portion is divided into two tribes, and the northern part of Israel, ten tribes. Judah in the south, Israel in the the north. So the the, the kingdom of God, the people of God, are twelve tribes. I don't know if you remember last weekend or the other weekend, we talked about the twelve baskets full that was left over. Twelve is significant. It represents everyone. And God's people, everyone, are divided into 12 tribes. Well, over time, the people who lived around Jerusalem began to practice their faith differently than the people up north. And they were far from, they were occupied for one thing, and they saw a lot of foreign people come through. And as it is with any culture, when you have different cultures who come in, different people with different ways of cooking and eating and living, it affects your culture, right? So in Syracuse, yes, we have chicken riggies and we have Utica greens because, well, they're our neighbors, but now we have halal meats. We have gyros and pita bread and Baghdadi food and Nepali food and Ethiopian food and Greek food. You can try any kind of food in Syracuse. That culture affects us and it it forms something new. Well, there it was trouble. The Judea Judea people, Samaritans, and the the Jews could not stand each other. It got crazy. They wouldn't talk to each other. They wouldn't help each other. And so in the passage today, when Jesus is coming through, they kind of try to get him embroiled in their discussion, in their drama. And Jesus basically says, I want nothing to do with drama. I have a purpose. I have a destination. I have a place I need to go. I am following my Father's will. I'm not gonna get get caught up in that. I wonder if that is a lesson for us. I mean, when you think of our society today, I think we have our own forms of drama, right? I mean, there's enough polarization in our U.S. society to hold up to the difference between Samaritans and Jews. They've got nothing on us, right? Think of Democrats and Republicans, pro-choice, pro-life. Gun control, no gun control. Gay rights, no gay rights. So many issues that become polarized that create drama and really create animosity in our society. And for we who are Christians and Catholics, our path is to navigate that reality. We can't escape it. We have to deal with those issues. We have to deal with all of our issues as a society, but we have to do it in a way that reflects the fact that none of us is ultimately a Republican, and none of us is ultimately a Democrat. First and foremost, we are a child of God, and that is the most important identity. Not even a U.S. citizen is as important as being a child of God. Nothing else matters as much as that, and ultimately, we have to follow that. Yes, nationality is important. Yes, political affiliations are important. Yes, our values and our morals and all that stuff, that's part of who we are. But we can't get bogged down in those things, so much so that we lose our ability to encounter the other person with respect, with love, with kindness, with mercy and compassion. Ultimately, we have to be a little bit detached from the things of this life, and be focused squarely on the Lord Jesus. As Vatican II sometimes would say, we are to be in the world, but not of the world. But that's not easy, is it? Because we have our families and situations and we have our challenges. The invitation is given to us today to really focus on the priorities of our life. What am I about? Who do I follow? And how can I be free from anything that holds me back from following the Lord? In my own life, that has been as a Franciscan, right? I'm from Montreal and I joined the order. We had six, eight parishes in Montreal. And my hope was eventually one day, I would be able to work and live in Montreal and be close to my family. Guess how many parishes we have in Montreal now? zero. Never going to go there. I ended up spending time in Toronto, loved it, did some great work in a great parish, and just as things were going well, I got invited to move. They said, you're going to Syracuse. No offense, but my parents said, what did you do wrong? (laughs) Seriously. And I got to tell you that among some of the friars, going to Syracuse seems like a little bit of a foreign place. But I did it readily. And it's been a real blessing for me. Now, as many of you know, we are in a time of chapter as friars, a time when we discern our future. And part of the discernment has led to a decision that I will be leaving Syracuse. My term is coming to an end in July. I've been here 11 years working with Francis Gore first, and then here at Assumption since 2015. And we'll have more opportunities to talk about that, but it's a very difficult time for me to accept that. That was not my choice. My choice was very much to stay at Assumption. As one of the parishioners said, you have enough irons in that fire that we need you to stick around and get them to completion and they will be completed. But the time has come for me to move on. And actually, not just me, four of us out of the eight of us in the friar, we will be moving on. And I can't go into details as to where we're going or who's coming here, because for those of us who are clergy, that has to be approved by the bishop. So we have to be a little bit delicate and respectful of the bishops. But you have to remember that When you're dealing with the friars, we're one family. I know the people who are proposed to come here intimately, and you're going to be in good hands, okay? And if they're not nice to you, you come and tell me, and we'll beat them up. Definitely. That's what family does, right? There's a continuity of friars. All joking aside, though, for me and for you, it means letting go letting go of the familiar, letting go of relationships and friendships. And that's hard, but at least you don't have to pack, we'll come to you. But really that's, that's the heart of the gospel today, right? Is that we're not supposed to be, like we're supposed to be part of each other's families, each other's lives, But ultimately, especially for us friars, we have to be ready to follow wherever the Lord calls. And the same is true for you. Do not be deceived. Because in your lives too, jobs come and go, relationships come and go, you get transported to places you'd really rather not go. And sometimes it's disease or loss that upends your life. And you think, where is God in this? And that's when we're really called to be like Jesus, faithful to the journey, not to be distracted by the noise, not to give in to the drama, but to be faithful in what the Father has called us to do. And what he has called us to do is to be his presence in this world. We have several months to process our feelings and both sadness, and I'm sure some of you will be rejoicing, But for the time being, let us ask ourselves, how am I being called to move forward? And as I said last weekend and the weekend before, one of them might be by serving your parish and ministry. And we have those tables at the back with different ministries that are available. This is not my parish, it's not the friar's parish, it's our parish. And we often take responsibility for it. Together, each doing our part, to follow the Lord Jesus.
0: In you are everyday, Thanks for listening to the Assumption Church Podcast. To listen to more episodes, connect with us in our community, or join us for worship, please visit assumptionsyr.org. Hi friends, it's Adam from Assumption. I'd like you to take a second and think about somebody with me, if you could. Um, I know that there is somebody in your life who you wish would come back to church. Maybe, I don't know what the reason is that they don't come, but they don't. Have you ever thought about like, how would it be easier? How can I make it more inviting, more relevant to somebody who has questions, who has doubts, for them to come back to church? Think about that person. Now, what have we tried? We've all tried to invite them to come back to Mass with us. and If you're anything like me, you've struck out a bunch of times. What I wanted to do is invite you to join us at 1111 at The Grotto to experience a relevant unpacking of God's Word through the Scripture in a way that is totally Catholic, but in a way that is easy for people to understand, where people can ask questions, have doubts, but still build community and dive deeper into a relationship with Jesus. We invite you to join us here in person at 1111 a.m. Sunday to experience what 1111 at The Grotto really is like in person so it's even easier for you to invite that person you love to join us if you have any questions about what it is that we're doing here at the grotto to help reach people i invite you to join us online and learn more by visiting our website which is thegrotto.community or feel free to reach out to me through the assumption website send me an email send me a text i'm more than willing to help talk to you god bless